Nailed it. Hello, welcome to the Unspoiled Game. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome, well, to, you know what day it is, Stream Street Day, Thursday, 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 uh, and I'm hanging out today doing some painting on my own, so uh, if that isn't something you want to listen to, Podcast Bros, uh, or YouTube thugs, that's fine. Twitch chat, though, you're here, and we're hanging out, and I'm super happy about that. How, no, no new chair is not here yet, it's on the way, though. Uh, I went for, uh, it's called a, not a stable chair? Draft draft chair a draft chair so that's fun um it's en route uh, so i'm looking forward to that um uh thank you for asking uh thank you to everyone on patreon by the way for making it so i exist so i just want to throw that out there before i start the show and then i'm just painting this dwarven brewery is what i am on today so thanks for asking and it's also nice it's also nice to just be able to catch up with you guys today it's been a pretty hectic week it's felt like i can't believe it's thursday already uh, and we're going into uh, a nice New Zealand uh, Masters review tomorrow uh, with Tubsy and Big Sean. And we're also going into two days of Super Series. So there's a lot There's a lot going on. So it's nice to chill, is what I'm going to say. Um, hey, Neil. Uh, it's okay, Rob. I'm pushing a little Dylan around on my own. Oh, Big Dylan. Uh, happy to see you. Um, hey, Moobs. What's going on? How's the voice, Rob? And how are you feeling in general? Thanks, MJ, for asking. So, yeah, I got my, my jab yesterday for the first one. Uh, Pfizer Gang. Uh, get in the gang and my arm feels a bit bruised uh like which i don't really get like i've been hit with like sticks before in my life and i'm like why is it why does a needle hurt me but generally um i don't feel terrible i've been i've been feeling a bit terrible for the past few days to be honest i think i just was overworked from the weekend uh so um i just took it easy yesterday which was very rare i didn't really know what to do myself i just sat down um which is pretty wild uh, hey Rambo Squirrel, question, do you feel like you need to get uh, on throat care and fitness stuff to get into alpha commentator mode? Rambo Squirrel, I 100% do. I actually uh, lost my voice a few years ago having done a bunch of coverage uh, and so I switched up, uh, I drink a lot of tea um, and so I switched up to having tea with uh, honey inside of it uh, as opposed to sugar um, and I found that helped a lot. I felt uh, found having a lot less processed sugar helped but also that's where the stay hydrated um, uh, catchphrase came from. Mm. Let's drink it all. There's nothing better for you than a big big gallon of water to help everything work up. Um, and as for getting fit, also true as well. I've been trying to do that. It's a hard day uh, doing the commentary. Normally we start at like mm, 7.38. Uh, first round's at like 9, 9.30. And then we'll finish whenever the last match happens. So like 7, I know, 7, 7.30. So one of the things you all, like I would like to do eventually is have like a post-match analysis, like a like an, uh, a roundup at the end of the day. I fucking can't be bothered. <laughs> at the end of the day, like, fuck no more uh, of that. But that would be fun. Uh, I am in conversations with um, a couple of guys who might we might throw to them. So they might do it remotely from somewhere else, and then they'll pitch back, which I think would be cool. I think that would be fun. So uh, hopefully that's something I can have pan out eventually. Um. Uh, Tim's wheelbarrow still catching up from all the TSN coverage of the weekend. Enjoying it so far. Good. Me too. Great matches. Lo One of the really lo nice things I thought from the matches was how many learning experiences there were. Uh, I've written them do down, actually. Ha Hot Sauce Teddy, what up? Uh, thanks for sending me that file, actually. Uh, me, and, uh, me and Ziggy are looking it through. Uh, yeah, one of the things uh, that I'm going to do, uh, maybe today, maybe today, is I am, but I'm, I'm, I've been letting a load of people down recently by not getting back to them on a fucking variety of fronts so i'm going to get through all that stuff but maybe today i'm going to make a short down video of everything that happened this saturday probably going to play it 
over the weekend, which I think will be nice. So well, more on that in the future. Um, hey, Rob, my mates are having an, uh, me MC a GT. MC a GT. Is that commentate? In October. So I'm loving those tips and first uh, kind of gig like that for me. Good luck. Um, MCing a GT is very different to me. I'm only used to MCs at the front of a drum and bass stage. Very different to uh, how I feel that works. Uh, <laughs> um uh, my arm was sore for about a week and lack of energy for about three days after my jab says war gaming dad. I feel okay today. Hey, Tony. Hot lemon and honey. One of the things uh, that's been interesting, if I can still talk about the Super Series because it's taken up a lot of my day um, and my lot of my week, is I've had both Tony um, uh, talking to me uh, about uh, some of the things that maybe we could do for the next version. I think what's really, really exciting about getting through the, the genesis of the Super Series, because it's only the first one we've ever, ever done, is how many ways there could be to to change how it works in the future um so i'm gonna i'm gonna record a podcast on that i think um and i was even just speaking uh to the lovely tom fretwell today just even about like list inputting and other stuff so there's some real good ways for us to be able to improve some stuff in the future um which i'm really looking forward to having those conversations because i don't think i know everything so i would really like to have people like tony uh, and tom and a bunch of other people like uh, throw their 10 cents in on the subject and then kind of put that out there and see how people think. I think one of the most exciting, um, yeah, Tony Moore, uh, one of the most exciting uh, things that was suggested to me, ask, see what you guys say, was the idea of a community ban. So maybe the day before uh, we have a vote um, where the community vote for a ban, like, or, or a couple of bands or something. And I thought that would be pretty rad. I don't know what you guys think, but I think that would be um, that would be cool uh, for like to let everyone kind of vote, and I think that would be uh, <laughs> I think that would be interesting. Um, uh, thanks, Shadow Sun. Big love to you. Uh, watching games back since winner Dave and getting the players' views on what you, you as commentator said has been truly fascinating. I wonder if we were uh, winner Dave. Uh, can you like TLDR? W- was I close? Were we close, or were we way off? Uh, is is a is a real interesting conversation. Tim's wheelbarrow. If you ever wanted to a strategy spotlight from TSN Games, I feel like there was a lot of talk to be had about giving or taking first turn. So t- thanks, Tim. I think that's one of the things I would like to do eventually. Um, but just the schedule's fairly full, as you saw. So like we did the Sunday show, and then I went straight into the stat center on the Monday. Then we had the double band show, and then we obviously had Monday show. And you saw what a fucking wreck I was on Monday show. Basically useless. Um, and so I would love to do that. I just think one of the things, thanks to everyone on Patreon uh, and who subscribes or any of that, whether you subscribe to the TSN or, or the Honest Wargamer, hopefully, 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 we're going to make enough money that we can then start to hire someone else to do that part, that job. You know, if you look at something like Tabletop Tactics, um, uh, like they're only able to employ so many people to make so much stuff because people subscribe to them. So really, it's only thanks to like Patreons and other stuff that we're, we're going to be able to, to push that envelope forward because I'm going to need to hire someone else to do that, because you guys pretty much see me full-time, which means there is no time. <laughs> like, that's how that works. Uh, so, <coughs> um, community ban is an excellent idea, or a community-forced ally. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, can you ban under spells? No, you can't ban under spells. Um, prop Joe. No shot up. Just watch you and Val's episode on Art of War Down Under. I want to say I'm glad that you are the forefront of the train talk for both Sigma and 40k. It's needed. Oh, thanks, No Shot Stubbs. I think uh, I've said this before, but uh, Adam's a, a lovely man, and Adam made some like real, like personal uh, statements on that podcast, which I thought was was really lovely, and I respected a lot. 
Um, similarly, though, I don't think he was ready for how excited I was about talking about terrain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's ready for that. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the fuck? Um, and I feel sorry for some of the events that we might go cover in the future because they're going to be like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is it? Like, I don't know. Uh, but I think we, 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 as a community, we need to, right? As a community, we need to have a conversation about terrain. So that's that's the community thing. Like, we all want our community and our games to get better. So, and actually, like, it's thanks to the conversations I had last year about something. I think it was one of the most telling conversations I had about terrain last year was the conversation about Marvel Crisis Protocol, where the terrain was, like, intended. It had an effect, and it interacted. Like, they did it from the top down. I thought that was great. Anyway. Uh, and I'm and I've stepped off my platform now of like just let Games Workshop do it and then if it's terrible whatever I'm now like fuck it let's change the game we're in charge we'll make the game better if they don't want to listen or no one like if there's someone like I don't know in fucking wherever Sheffield who's like oh I'm not gonna listen to that like we're doing everything fine you have a shit version of the game enjoy yourself off your fuck like cool we'll just make a nice fun game for the people who want to play it and anyone who want to be involved in that fucking have a great time that's what I'm gonna say um. Is Warp Lightning uh, instead of Warp Lightning Vortex isn't a Skaven unit? Uh, uh, Hawkeye, after watching my games back, I realized I'm a very fast player uh, for being streamed. You are. You are. But all of your games were recorded, actually. So, uh, something to talk on with that. Um, Winner, there were, Winner Dave says, There was one point where you said uh, that was a mistake, and Henrik told me, No, I did that on purpose. And then he told me why. Very cool. Ah, I'd, love to, I'd love to discuss that with him. Um, that would be really fun. Like, that's what I think we could do, Dave. I think we could, like, take those games. To, we could talk to, like, Henrik or talk to any of the players and just be like, what do you think you learned? How do you think it go? When, like, I just set up, like, a like a, a back-and-forth conversation. I think that would be amazing content. So definitely something we're going to plan on doing in the future. Um, uh, uh, Dan Don't. What up? Thanks for subscribing, baby. Uh, what do you think of uh, the Hellstorm video about 40k terrain tournaments? I haven't watched it. Uh, watch every nor would I probably uh, I feel like I've I feel like I've talked about terrain and uh, enough that I don't think I need to watch one so uh, Shugo uh, good afternoon and thanks for subscribing uh, minus one Ren what's going on question do you think endless spells are going to go away now the next quick is over no I think they're here to stay 100% um, Everblight MCP is really fun and part of that is throwing terrain at each other hey Pete uh, I really want to get more into terrain debate, but I feel like too many default into either G Games Workshop or WTC without allowing room for comp keywords, like an obscure that obscures everything regardless of wounds and height. Shadow Sun, I, 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 like, I'm, I'm honestly with you. I think one of the main problems uh, is that, um, unlike, let's say, MCP, I don't know how perfect a game system that is, but like, unlike something like MCP, where it feels like the people who play it say that it works really well within of itself, Games Workshop don't do anything to make terrain really viable for us. And I think, like we talked about, or like I've talked about before, and I've said this on the Tuesday show, and I said this on the Art War show, like, the problem is, is the terrain producers. Like, we really, we're super lucky as a community now with the rise of 3D printing, because it's very cost-effective. Like, is, for less than you would buy a terrain, uh, a set of terrain from Games Workshop, you could buy a printer and some files, and you could print out a board that would work much better for you and much more thematic to you than previous generations. Whereas something like WTC, something like, uh, because obviously they've got Ishik and Ishik's terrain set, um, and then uh, ITC who've got their terrain set sold by Frontline Gaming, um, you have these 
these disparate groups who are like trying to sell their groups and that's not fair of the WTC WTC more of a function they need terrain and I guess that's probably true of ITC as well they both both groups so what I said was unfair so let's let's cycle back both groups need terrain so they've made terrain and then in addition they can sell you the terrain which makes sense like it makes sense there's no criticism being leveled at those groups for those things but what that doesn't do is allow you to then relook at your product or you'll look at your game and not sell your product because of course you're not going to not talk about uh your product um uh hey if i see effectively wrote the night dead 40k rules says mandolly did a solid one talking about the scoring and who knows AOS 4 written by <laughs> no thank you <laughs> no thank you i'll leave that to haywo haywo could do it um uh also well done uh to frontline for credit in uh wtc for their fq signals uh in signals day that well done to them congratulations Need more terrain that looks different, but mainly things functionality. Nikki DeWilliams, I'm with you 100% forever. Uh, Plymouth Troll Slayers, thanks for resubscribing. Also very excited uh, for Plymouth Troll Slayers to do the commentary with me this weekend. That's going to be really fun. Uh, Matt's coming up. Dan's coming up. Uh, so we've got some really solid table bosses. Scribbers coming up again. Intern Matt. Uh, so we've got a great crew for the weekend. So it should be it should be really effective and two great matches, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, building 20 Sentinels for my game at Warhammer World, says Sugar, with a friend. Because I don't value his friendship, but I want to win a game. <laughs> Just build them, man. Just build them. Play what you like. It doesn't matter. If your friend doesn't get it, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, when my local group got into AOS, I printed three boards worth of terrain, which I think has helped grow the group. I can completely see that. I can completely see that. Also, like the settings. Again, not to be too much of a narrative nerd. I don't want to be that guy. But, you know, with the Grave Lords, I haven't actually uh, done a death board yet. I haven't printed out a death board. But I'd like to do like a vampire board uh, at some point. I think that that would be really fun. Um, it's, it's limitless, right? Like you've got your awesome armies and they're so expensive to like keep buying more armies or keep doing new things outside of obviously 3D printing. And then you could just have like basically infinite armies. Um, uh, the, but the boards, like if you, can, uh, if you can get into it, you can basically create the setting you want forever. Thanks very much to David Smith for donating five gift subscriptions to the chat. That's fucking super awesome of you. Uh, and I can't tell you how much that's appreciated. Uh, that's cool. You've given a gift subscription to Moobs, who's a great guy. Uh, Roy Duart, who I don't know. Uh, the Honest Dragon Ogre. Lovely, thanks. <laughs> to Studio Earthward, who's a great painter. Uh, and a gamer, I guess, and person. And then uh, the King of Suede, who's got a great name. And thank you to uh, the Dreadwoods for donating a gift subscription to uh, the great game of Khan, who me and him are both furious that they stopped making Marco Polo uh, after season two, which is a great TV show. I'm not on my new chair yet. Um, are 3D printing guys becoming new vegans? Tell everyone they have one, says Boobs. <laughs> Nobody. But I just think once you get it, you'll really get it. Like, you'll get it. Like, I, if you haven't spent the day, uh, if anyone wants something fun to do on a day off or they like they want some like uh, something to tickle their, their fancy... If you haven't spent the day going through uh, the sculpts on my mini factory, um, which is like, it's just a delight. There are so many wacky designs that you've never seen before. So many, so many fun things that are uh, like that you could print out and they're, they're really just, they're just excellent. Or you could go on to printablescenery.com um, and that's a great place for looking at loads of really great uh, terrain sets and, and, and other stuff or um, there's just some, like, Thingiverse is the place that a lot of people get told to go and look at, but it's not very, like, 
it's not got very good presentation, obviously, uh, because it's it's more of like a the pirate bay of uh, 3D printing. But if you go on, like, if you want a really fun day, and then once you go on their moves, you'll get it. You'll be like, oh, these are fucking wicked to look through. This is cool. I could use this as this. It's just fun. Um, uh, feedback from my wife on the stream was to swap to non-plastic zones and get neoprene TSN ones as the glare makes it a pain to watch. Rambo Squirrel, uh, I appreciate that. Um, I really do. I think what I would ideally like to do is print the exact mat that we have again, if that makes sense, on top, or print something that is like a design that fits in with, so imagine like flat terrain, but isn't flat terrain. That's a design. We did some designs of that. Um, they're just very expensive, and we're basically running, we're robbing feet to robin peter to feed paul at the minute so it's just not something we can currently put into the process but um a rambo scroll eventually that would be really solid and i'd be really keen on that um we also we do need jackets yeah uh, i actually get to buy any sales for my 3d print i've only printed my own sculpts each other so <laughs> that's fair <laughs> hey fish what's going on uh yeah thingiverse is the line wire of 3d printing yeah it's the pirate bay of 3d printing um, hey, uh, Pinecones DK, pop in and say hi. I want to hear my name on a podcast later. Okay. <laughs> That's a good thing. Hey, Will and Snowflake. Uh, some TSM paint coffee cups. It's all the same thing. Uh, yeah, we could do. We could do that. Um, uh, good morning, Stephen Mack. Uh, question to everyone. How do you watch TSM looking at the screen uh, the whole time or while doing things? Glancing to and from largely as radio. Ah, oh, that's a great question. And I would like to know that. Thanks, Tim's wheelbarrow. Um, 3D printer. <laughs> yes, Nate. We could. We could. We could. We could make it like something that's kind of like flat-ish. We just have to have someone design it. Uh, and then you've got to design it for four themed boards. And that's a lot of work. And it's also expensive, man. Like, I'm lucky that Shadow Sun has done some design work for us to print some things out. But if not, you're talking big cash. Big cash monies. Um... Uh, so it's big cash money. So what's everyone else? Uh, yeah, that's a great question from Stephen Matt. What's everyone else painting up and doing today? Uh, that's my question. Uh, obviously, Grave Lord's still a, a big conversation with everyone. Everyone very excited about that. I mean, we are days away from uh, both the new points for 40k in the field Minotaurum stuff, uh, and also we are days away from finding out what's in the Age of Sigma three box. And it looks like we're going to get a Indomitus style graphic. Uh, so like a like a, a promo video, but all 3D rendering, like a, a really really solid one, being done uh, as well, because that's what we've seen the screen caps from, which is very exciting. And I think it's very exciting that it's going to be destruction versus versus order, and it'll be really fun to see that. I think so. Uh, I'm pretty hyped. Thanks, Tubbs, for subscribing. Um, it's a circle. <laughs> it is a circle. I get that. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Um, uh, lots of zombies. Uh, uh, let's see um, what everyone's saying here. Podcast bros flexing for the shoutouts. Yeah, I listen to the matches while painting, looking up when I hear something insane is going down. Okay, that's really interesting. I don't imagine people start the screen loads. Um, uh, I, I had the TS on the background whilst building. Don't think I could do it whilst painting, says Shugo. Do you think the size of objectives for AOS will change slightly in 3.0? I do not, Pete. Um, 
uh, have it on all day in various rooms if I'm not there, says Big Goldfish. Thanks. I watch you later while working as I'm normally looking uh, after the monster at the weekend. <laughs> uh, painting lots of horrors for Legion of the First Prince, says Tim's Wheelbarrow. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, finished my eradicators just in time for them to be dumpstered by chapter approved. You've got this. Don't worry. Maybe they won't get dumpstered. Uh, it's my birthday, so I am at work, uh, but building my new Star Trek when I get home. Everblight, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Uh, uh, painting some Arconauts during my lunch break. Nice. Arconauts are cool, man. I, I really wish you could just... I wish they just added a couple of units so like you could play foot KO. I know that doesn't really tie in because it's all about the boats. Like, I get it. I get it. I get why you can't, but maybe that's just because I want more dwarves. Um, uh, bought a box of bloody uh, Blood Knights. No bases in it. What? That's rubbish. Um... Uh, uh, Bobbin, please, Rob, unbutton your shirt on T-Sports, the top one. You don't need to look like a priest. Is that not okay? Like, oh, man, I don't know. Like, so I know Logan. Logan was ripping on me for wearing the polo. The polo's smart. Like, I get it. Like, I also, I like, what do you guys think? Honest question. Like, what should we wear for the TSN? It's meant to be like the pro coverage thing, man. It's like, it's meant to be like fancy. So... This is my new thing, by the way, my new affectation. I keep doing this. I'm not sure why. Praying. I'm not sure what that's about. Uh, but um, uh, let me know. Uh, uh, do we share art here ever? I need to get work on my Lumineth army next. Do we share art? Do we, are we talking about paint jobs? Not really, but you can if you want to. You're more than welcome. Tristan, we're watching way too much basketball in the evening, but TSN has been on for work while at work all week. Thanks, man. Um, what you like? Uh... Uh, Hawkeye. Uh, semi-final. Uh, Owen Jackson is doing the commentary for the semi-final, if that makes anyone super happy. Uh, so he'll be here. But uh, I'd like to get more people in as time goes on. 40k for grown-ups. Mankini is the way to go for the show. Okay, that's a bold look. That's a bold look. I could I could get in on that. Uh, that works. Uh, most stuff is moving to suits. Yeah, I don't want to do suits. I like... One of the interesting things about going to a Warhammer tournament is you understand how much wearing a suit isn't part of the culture. Like you like most of these most of the guys, you guys, probably work like a nine to five in a suit. Not all of you, obviously. People in a variety of different ways. Your cargo shorts with your tape measure in can be a suit. Uh whatever it is. My point is that it's a time to relax and chill. Um and I used to wear a suit. I used to wear a suit for the commentary. Uh, at the start, I just think it's not really in keeping with the the vibe. Like, but then what I really want to do is impress how important it is to me. So I feel if I dress down, I don't fucking know, man. Like, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, clearly, you should be wearing cargo shorts and singlets. Correct answer all the time. Um, if it fits and is clean, iron it's all good. A nice shirt would be uh, plenty good enough. Uh, so, like a check shirt? Question mark dot com forward slash check shirt. Everyone. Uh, dinosaur Duggeries are also a great shout. Uh, Duggeries in general, like, what a fucking legend. Um, <laughs> um, uh, uh, wait, okay, interesting. Uh, look professional, but stay comfy. You guys have a long day. It's nothing worse than being uncomfortable whilst presenting. Source, doing my presentation on Julian Assange and modern internet in a very uncomfortable suit. <laughs> fucking hell, so sorry. <laughs> Uh, uh, to be fair, CS or league commentators standing in suits dresses, uh, and dresses is just cringe. I think I agree. 
I think that's the point. I think I agree. Like, you get why they do it because they want people to think esports are like, uh, but like the fucking viewership don't need them to do it, right? Like, who are they trying to convince? Are they going to try and convince people who are impressed by suits? Doesn't make any sense. They're not the target audience. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, like, yeah, yeah. I think I think you don't need to do suits. Like, but it's whether or not we need to do the polo shirts is the real question. The real fucking question. Someone like, oh, you listen to your Warhammer podcast, love? I am. What's he doing? He's discussing uh, the best outfits to wear. Really? Is what he's talking about? Because he's a fucking idiot. Okay, love. You have a nice day. Thanks. Fucking Christ. So sorry. Um, clean white shirt and a waistcoat for me. Yeah, but I can't pull your look off, Tony. So let's look about that. Uh <laughs> branded polo or branded shirts while iron with collars that hold their shape i neil like i get that i get that i think that that puts that level of professionalism in but it's still relaxed and comfy um warhammer weekly apron is also a look we could do um who else is annoyed soul blights didn't get to rain or endless spells great question kitsune adventures one of the things that's clear that happened was legions of nagash obviously had their endless spells but they weren't given to them which is weird they were co-opted and released at a later date in um uh forbidden power so you have the bridge with or, or, forbidden power spells are clearly the legion of nagash and the spells obviously right uh with potentially the, ter- the terrain piece whatever the fuck that was uh being also legion cast terrain piece maybe that was the Stormcast terrain piece i don't know but that was clearly what that was And it's weird now that they haven't done a new set for this. But this just feels like a a book like that they've just thrown together. A bit like the Uruk Warclans book. They were like, just throw it together, no end of spells, no terrain piece, get out of here. Um, You know, same with the Moor tribes. They're like, they're pop. So I think like a, a lot of what we're seeing is some books where they were just like, just throw it together. They don't really have a plan. And then they just throw some stuff out so you can see that there's a lot of back and forth in and they're not hyper efficient about planning um but that works um flannels should be the new go-to for container i mean i I, think flannels are pretty good hey noga matthew sup buds keep killing the game making the lames making it rain 40k all day well we're talking 40k tonight and all the hot news so i hope to see you there um uh we can't not shout out noga matthew at this point uh he makes it rain on the show constantly um toga and sandals everyone get the fuck out uh, I love that we got uh, no terrain and spells. Uh, why do you like it? Uh, grave sites are enough for me. Interesting. Uh, Rambo Squirrel, thanks for donating £10 to the show, man. That's super appreciated. Thank you. Really, really, really appreciated. It's very, very nice. Um, I, I don't know why, but that's... Is there a th- oh, I can make it. Because you can leave a, a comment with it. And I just haven't turned it off. Uh, so there we go. Hey, Stu. Rob, what's your favorite vampire bloodline? For me, it's Castelli, and I'm va- uh, mine is the the wolf one. Uh, the no, not Avangori. Does anyone know what the wolf one? Uh, towards your future sexy zones. Thanks, Rambo Squirrel. Appreciate that uh, for the donation. Vicross, Vicross. Especially as we've heard that generals, each general um, in your army will give you a CP in the next edition of Age of Sigmar, and so all of those named characters are also additionally generals which means you get a shit ton of CP. Now, there aren't necessarily tons of command abilities in Viacross worth spending CP on, but having a shit ton of CP is really good. Um, thank you to LOL, I'm poorer than you for donating one pound to the show. 
Oh, well, tell me who you are and I'll send it back. Uh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, so I think that's nice. I also just like the Vrycross, like line anyway. I think if I was going to play um, a Grave Lords, I would want to play that side. Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon is a cool model, and it's also a cool theme, giving them a name and all that other stuff. It's just, it's I've seen it a lot. It's been on the table a lot. So I think I'd like to see the new stuff. I'd like to see Belladonna. I'd like, uh, Belladama, sorry. I'd like to see Radicar. I think that they're cool models, and they can do some cool stuff. Um, and I'd like to try and make that work. I don't think the book itself is like a 5-0 book. I've said this before. So, like, but I don't think it's a bad book. I think there are elements of it that are quite lazy. But I think you can make some really fun lists. You can do some really fun things. And I think that Vicross feels like the right one for me. Like, that's what I'd like to take. I don't think it's necessarily, like, the list. Um, but that's what I do. Thanks to the Norn for donating five gift subscriptions to the chat. That's rad. Uh, to uh, Lord Valtec, uh, Hostile Spike, Crafty Gobbo. What up, Crafty Gobbo? Uh, Fidget and also Gorka Walker, who's a wonderful person. Um watch me uh five oh the book okay all right tony tony's i'm gonna five oh that book okay that's fine it's fine you're sitting at least in the gash though and no one expected that either so it's a different convert that's you five oh in the book uh, uh we might get generic reaction command abilities though we are getting generic reaction command abilities right so we've heard about those like plus one to hit uh run away in combat or run away in the charge phase uh stand and shoot not that that's going to apply to grave lord so having loads of cp i think would be invaluable in that army so uh i'm 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 pro that uh uh so yeah i would say that's good lots of cp and soul blight is nice because there's lots of good command abilities uh swaggy shadow sword are we joking here uh i think that's it uh the norn uh thank you loads uh for being you uh grave lords feels like a book they put out so they could be updated before the end 2.0 na brooks i think i'd agree a bit um uh ultimately but that doesn't mean like that we won't get like the best version of it at some point, right? Like we'll get the more tailored version. They've they've committed to there being vampires in the mortal realms, and I'm I'm super pro that. I think that that's really exciting. More of that in the mortal realms is great. Um, uh, Nagash and 160 zombies is the way forward. No, it's not. Is there an article somewhere that lists uh, what we know so far of AOS 3.0? Gorkum Walker, there is not. Um, someone should write that up. Uh, but I think it will be pointless anyway, as of some Saturday. Saturday? Yeah, uh, I think so. Thank you to uh, I, Rob, love Sons of Behemoth for donating a pound. I tell you what, the Sons of Behemoth players made me think something uh, slightly different on the tabletop uh, this weekend. Uh, I don't love them, um, and I still think my original criticism uh, is fair in that they don't play in any way like I would expect giants to play, which is they go smash face, and instead they just hope to stand around on objectives. But um, uh, it was at least fun seeing them on the tabletop, and uh, I could definitely see why people would want to take them. A lot less decision making to have to do. You got a lot. You got a lot of time. There's a lot less mechanical stuff to do. So with the Sons of Behemoth, all you're actually doing is committing time to moving and playing. So you got a lot more thinking time, which I think is positive. Um, you did a good job of selling that army at the weekend. The Sons of Behemoth. I just call it like I see it, man. Like, fuck, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But, like, I'm excited like everyone else. Like, you know, uh, and I think, like, I think Rick played a blinder game one. I don't think he played, like, like, and I think he learned from that. But I think games two and three, he played some real interesting plays with them. 
Um, and I think Andy was playing some really solid games as well. But like into like a really weird matchup. So his first match into into Gabe and the Uruks was fascinating because the Uruks just didn't have the output, which I was like, fuck, that's wild that they don't have the output. Then um what's interesting is then watching him play Tony's list and, and like twice and then like that's such a dynamically weird list anyway that's such a out there list like that watching that game you couldn't give it a fair representation of like of what the list is going to be I really I don't know I don't know what list I'd like to see it play into like what's more standard um I think I'd like to see Behemoth into more tribes I think I'd like to see that match up I think that that would be interesting um just to watch both players try and play it through I think that'd be really fun. Um, uh, uh, the penny just dropped on uh, Illumina's run and charge command ability being global and trying Illumina giving you free command ability a turn. Might look at making an Illumina list with my models. There you go, Sugar. That 10 free command abilities uh, over the course of a game gets better and better when you think about Age of Sigmar 3. Hey, JP! Um, you've missed nothing good, buddy. But thanks for being here. Uh, Colonel Cabbage, I played my first uh, in real life game with Sons uh, against Owen Jackson's so about the weekend. It was a lot of fun, so relaxing for me, so stressful for Owen. Also, rolling the huge dice was really fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, uh, um, yeah, agreed. I think uh, I think one of the things I probably should think about when I talk about lists or even uh, armies when I review them is really I'm obviously always comparing them to the lists that they have to beat. So I'm never really thinking about the middle pack. I'm mainly often thinking about can they defeat some of the, the top bracket armies and how they play into them, I guess. Player skill is always obviously important. Like, that player skill is huge. Who the best at um, uh, an army is. Like, player skill is is probably mainly more important than book. It depends on the differential. It depends on the differential. Um, and player skill is really hard to track because there's a lot of stats out there for players who don't necessarily play all the rules right all the time so that affects player stats uh so it's why i don't really tend to trust them and i anecdotally trust people who i think are good as opposed to uh informationally in some situations um uh what's everyone saying uh okay nothing i'm painting up this uh hoose by the way it's uh for the um for the first event that we've got going on here uh, which is going to be cool. Barbarians Brawl. Uh, sold out. Really looking forward to it. It's going to be super fun. Uh, look at it. It looks radical. Uh, so, yeah. And some of the guys saw some of the train from the weekend that I've been printing out. So, I've been working hard on that. Uh, and it looks... It look, I think it looks nice. It should look nicer. Um, you also can't rely upon players to play 100% all the time. Can have to greed. I really tried to show how important player skill was this weekend. Honestly, I think there's some really good conversations to have about the your army and the way you played and some of the decisions that were made. And I think that's true for absolutely everyone all the time, including myself whenever I play. Like, I, no one's perfect and we can all be better or do different things. And I hope that the commentary is only ever, like, taken that way and only ever sounds that way. Um, you get really emotional, though. Man, you get emotional when you do the commentary because you're so... You're weirdly on everyone's side. You're like, oh, no, he's done that. Like, <laughs> and you're also not right. You're also not right in some situations, but you just have to, you have to commit to the emotion uh, and let it take you through because it's, it's you know. Um, and I guess actually one of the really interesting things is when I get defeatist about a game and then it turns around. Like, it turns around. Because one of the worst things that I had to do when I worked for Games Workshop 
the worst things is everything was always possible. Like, every, it always there was always a chance you could pull it back. Um, and that made for some fun, like, opportunities to take the piss. But ultimately, it wasn't, like, it wasn't really true. Whereas what's really good commentary, like, I think, anyway, is, like, you know, oh, this game's over, it's not going to happen. And you're like, he's done what? What's happened? They've killed what? Like, and it just... I think that fluctuation and emotion is is genuinely valuable. I don't know if it, I don't know if everyone agrees, but I think it's fun. Um, Project Papa, picking up my first AOS army this weekend. Yes, been waiting for them to drop Vampire Count since AOS dropped. So so Blight, here I come. Good luck. What did you pick up? Uh, count more. The other thing with stats is that I don't represent when you are talking about a test or fun list. Like I took Zinch for Heat, which was wacky list, and I hated it. Agreed uh, with that, Tony. Like it doesn't include. When you're just being chill. Yeah. Uh, JP, that one guardsman with the Lasgun can clearly still take down the Imperial Knight on his own. <laughs> yeah, man. I had some tough I had some tough times. Let me tell you, I had some tough times. Um, uh, oh, good. I'm really glad Sam Pitt's ill. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm, I'm hoping that they're entertaining. Um, and I'm also, it's also nice Rambo Scorer's wife was watching. I'd like to, I'd like to explore how I can make it entertaining for non-hardcore like, Warhammer fans. I think that's going to be one of the interesting things that I'm going to have to learn how to do or what we can do to make it uh, more interesting in the future. I think more camera angles will will do that eventually, um, which is just a money and time situation, which we'll get to as as we get better and as we hopefully grow. Um, that'll just be the case. Which would be nice. Oh, thanks for talking to me all about it. Like you guys, I know I'm just waffling on about the thing I do all the time, but like it's very much appreciated that you guys are willing to talk to me about it and um, uh, on the show because. I do think that there's lots still to say about it and, and, and break down about it. So it's very much appreciated. So thank you. Uh, there'll be some actual content tomorrow with the, the guys from New Zealand. Um, this is just it's nice. So thank you. Um, my wife always thinks I'm listening to Chris Evans. Oh, my God. <laughs> Chris Evans. What? The ginger Chris Evans. Uh, take videos of really nice models and put them on throughout the day. Uh, yeah, could do that. I think that really only affects people who are interested anyway, right? Um, but I think there are versions of that. Um, uh, what do you think of Belladama and Cogs in Vrycross Army? Uh, very good. I think W. Soren. I think Belladama's great. Like, super value. Really worth taking. I'm really into it. You should do more of that. Um, like, really into that. So W Soren, you should 100% do that, baby. And also big shout out to Texas. Uh, I've got Crimson Court too, so using uh, those as Vampire Lord and Necromancer. Project Papa, correct decision. Great models to be used, I think. Uh, discussion topic, Gork and Walker. This week, Games Workshop started sending out cease and desist letters to prominent uh, 3D print and model creators. Is that true, Gork and Walker? I don't know much about that at the moment. Uh, can you name the model 3D model creators? I'd be interested to know which ones. Um, I think a lot of the 3D model designers have taken a load of liberties uh, is what I think is, and I think that's genuinely fair. But then also Games Workshop have taken a fucking litany of litanies, uh, uh, litany of litanies, well, litany of liberties through time, and they've ripped off a ton of IP as well. So I think it's a bit fucking rich is what I'll say. Um, so, like, I don't know, let Sleeping Dogs lie, but they probably won't. Uh, there. If there's a way of focusing on players as opposed to armies, it could be more universal in terms of appeal. Yeah. So one of the things we could do eventually is we could have player cams. It's just 
it's just a technology issue. One of the things I would really like to do is halfway through a game, not even halfway through the game, is cut to the people. The other things I would like to do um, is have like a, a player, a, like a player screen we cut to, we kind of discuss the player for a moment and we talk about um, some stuff from them. Um, it just requires more front loading of information in the future and I think that that would work really nicely it's harder and harder it's much easier for the super series because we can it's a smaller amount of data it's even harder in the future when you we go to large events where you know like Tio's like listening on the day it's like no 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 so like it's always a bit of a scramble uh, to get enough data and, and like I've talked about before there's a lot of like analog data to turn into a digital format that's one of those things that's hardest at the moment but I think focusing on the players would be something that would be really cool. Um, but at the moment, I'm not really certain what we would say about the players, but something to be discussed. Something to definitely be discussed, I think. Um, uh, right. Uh, uh, what did David Smith say? What did David Smith say? Uh, you should win prizes for watching. David Smith. Interesting. Could, uh, oh, thanks to T-Pain for donating 100 bits. What up? Uh, learn, train, play. What ha What could we do? What could we do for, for prizes for watching? That's a great question. Um, something to think about. Um, I would love players' uh, thoughts between battle rounds. I would like play between. The problem is, is we worked on such a tight schedule, as some of the guys who were there this weekend will talk about in the chat. Um, the issue, I think, is that I need to, like, that then... It, Maybe, maybe we could we could find that. Like, if we could if we could get the interviews maybe done ahead of time, we could talk about that. That would be fun, I guess. So like, call them up ahead of time, then run the interview in between player rounds. That would maybe work. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, who are you? How do you get into RB? Tell me about your army. Says Kinnigan. Okay, good point. Uh, uh, Queeby Buzz. Hey, I have like thirty Robin Spy pinatas that the YouTube thugs didn't end up using at the party. <laughs> Praise Nathan when you hit them. Uh, <laughs> Nogo more camera angles mm, works for Snash video content. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, uh, cut to the break, uh, put an anagram like countdown, winner gets a magnum ripoff from Aldi. Okay. Yeah, little uh, pre records with the players sprinkled in would be rad, gives you a chance to rest the pipes too. Okay, um, uh, have model height cameras so we can experience the fear when getting charged by Kragnos. Okay, I mean, eventually, when camera technology gets good enough, we put them in the models, right? Like, inside, that would work. Um, tomorrow is 5 and 6 p.m. for the list reveal shows for the two different sh different uh, list reveals tomorrow. Um, squeezing in interviews is more work than it sounds, but I do think you could ask each team to make a slide with details on the players, photos, or their players. Could do. 100%. I think uh, that's a good point. We focus a lot on the armies. Like tomorrow we're doing a list review show. It should have like a pretty competent stats breakdown. I guess one of the things we aren't doing well enough at the moment and we should do is kind of have an interview sheet and could be something I do today for tomorrow. So uh, big shout out to you guys. Thanks for that. Um, so that's something I'll try and stick into my list of things to add on. It's just it's a, it's a lot is all I'm going to say. Like it's a lot to prep uh, and put through and it's just a long day. Uh, and that's not me complaining. I'm just trying to be just trying to be clear uh, effectively uh, but one day one day like hopefully we'll just go, we'll have a load of staff and it'll be super cool to do uh, which would be nice 
Um, I, I think personally we should make the players eat hot wings in between rounds and then talk about their armies is I think the right way to do it. Um, you know, like get them get them up there eating that hot wing but like, what's your plan with your army? And then just crying as they try and... That's probably the right way to take it. Um, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> wing roulette. <laughs> Uh, the player roundups you did uh, with Bud were great, but a lot worked. Yes, Nate, they were. Um, but I'd like to do more of that in the future. Uh, can you make a form and send it to the players and fill out and submit with a list? Gamers don't mind taking it themselves, I'm sure. Yeah, it could do, Per Minister. I think that works. Um, once the stats get more data, we can have stats overlays for matchups. We can do that now. We just don't have tons of data, I guess is the main point. Uh, but yeah, we could have done that at the weekend. We have that in of itself already so that'd be something else to throw we didn't cut to loads of the fancy screens this weekend actually because we do have lots of that to deploy but mainly because we were just just making sure everything worked maybe this weekend we'll get a bit more fancy we'll see um uh, we'll see how it goes uh you did have forms uh they should not wash their hands after the wings and roll some saucy dice <laughs> Just working out uh, who we thought should win secondaries, etc. Oh, okay. Uh, every guest uh, of the TSN could record a watertight speech to play at victory. That would be great. That'd be great. I think I'd like to. I'd like. I think I'd like to post interview some of the players. I think that would be fun. Uh, like if I hadn't been bedridden for the past two days, maybe it's something I would have got on already. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's some good feedback. Thanks everyone. That, that really appreciate it as well. Really appreciate it as well. Like I love you guys for like just helping me workshop this through. Uh, we should get a whiteboard up. Uh, here next time, and we'll just we'll just do a live workshop. It's just easier that way. Just get it through. Um, uh, Nathan Prescott will not be gracing us with his present this weekend, but I'm hoping one weekend in the next couple of weekends, uh, because straight after straight after this weekend, there's the semi-finals. We might get a, a cheeky Nathan Prescott in, uh, which would be cool. Uh, but if we don't, it's because he's working really really hard at the minute, uh, and so that's super okay. Um, so, like, he's just on it. He's got lots to do. I know we all want him to do it, uh, of course, but he'll be there at some point. No need. It was uh, fancy and great. Just take your time. Uh, thanks, Bobbin. Uh, you cut the stream off halfway through and read uh, the Path to Glory rules. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real win. That's how we do the real win. Uh, when does TSM Plus launch on iOS or Android? Oh, man, never. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Damn, I just missed show. I guess I'll become a YouTube thug for today. Uh, thanks, Eric Sorbonne. Hope you're well. Um, uh, hot tip. You should have backup host in line filling for you after a second dose because you may get hit hard being sick. Neuroshocks dubs. Thanks very much. Uh, I don't think my second dose is until after um, mm, a super series is over. I'm not sure. I haven't checked the dates, but I appreciate the feedback. Yeah, that's that's helpful. Um, uh, don't forget to clip a few Nathan what the fuck points reactions scattered through the show uh, don't worry I'll do that I'll do that that'll be really fun <sighs> TSM Plus should be entirely Path to Glory <laughs> have you seen that there's new Path to Glory in Age of Sigmar like a, a, a better version they've said like an upgraded version of Path to Glory I'm in for that like fucking I'm in don't stop me now like I'm really into that um, did you get ill from the 5G vaccine? Uh, no, I just was run down from the weekend and then I got the 5G vaccine yesterday. 
Nathan needs to earn the money for all the copper polluters for his new news fight gets list. Yeah, I think he's getting like loads this weekend. Um, there's a there's a private uh, there's a private event happening, a garden event. I think it's a secret which Nathan is playing in, uh, and I was meant to be playing in, but we put the TS on instead. Um, and I would have loved to have gone that because all my mates are there, and it would have been really lovely. But you got to work, you got to work. Plus, loads of my mates are coming here, so that's fucking not a bad. That's not a bad weekend. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's I Gutsman? Is it possible for it to be better? Path of Glory. It's probably not possible for it to be better. I wonder what they're going to add to it. I hope it's some anvils of apotheosis stuff. Because one of the things I've thought was missing from Age of Sigma was anvil of apotheosis events. More of those, please, is all I can think. Um, uh, or just bring your own war scroll. Just do that. Bring your own war scroll. Might as well do those events. They'd be good. Um, Path to Glory with no ambiguity. It's going to be perfect. Hey, Vols and Riot. So I normally don't go back and watch one weekly episodes. Uh, I missed, but I was starting last week's episode up yesterday uh, when Vince mentioned the previous week he had you on instead of Tom. I paused and went back to the episode and watched it instead. <laughs> Thanks, Vols and Riot. I uh, appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. I like Tom. I like Tom. Uh, a load. Um, bring your own rules. Path to Glory tournaments. Fight for one-eyed Grunnock. There's so many good options. There's so many good options. Why is no one out there doing that? Like, so I know that the Realms of War guys are doing, like, one big thing. But where's the guy who's out there is like, hey, who's coming for the fuck-around tournament? Like, Path of Glory, whatever. Who's doing, who's doing that tournament? Why, why is no one doing that? Like, like, oh, just bring your models. Maybe because there's a natural instinct for human beings to push the boundaries as is seen time immemorial and no one will ever adhere to just a narrative conscript not one time ever right uh so uh beers to glory it's a great name for the event let's do it um uh i do too but you bring the spice that no one else can bring thanks volson appreciate you <laughs> Uh, my I'm running a farewell to AOS 2 banning special characters. They are too busy learning the three rules, but allowing Anvil of Apotheosis. Also running a chain Colossus scenario from Lion Portance to have a roaming purple sun. Fuck me. <laughs> okay, alright, that's fine. Is it just... I just want armies battling it out, man. That's what I want. I just want some armies battling it out, you know, on some green fields. No dramas. That's what I want. Like, uh... So yeah, I'm really hyped for uh, seeing some Gravelord armies that are just a little bit more like just Gravelords and zombies. Uh, not Gravelords, uh, sorry, uh, Graveguard and zombies. Although I am a little bit suspicious of Graveguard being really good in this book and not getting new models and feeling like they did Skeleton Warriors. Probably there's going to be new Graveguard in like a year. Do you know what I mean? Not to be a conspiracy theorist. Not to be like, they made Salamanders good and they're all Finecast models and Croak good and then there was a new Croak model and then Bellacor good and then there was a new Bellacor model. Not that guy. Like, just saying that maybe uh, I'm suspicious. I mean, that's probably because I'm paranoid as a person. Um, it might not be like that at all. Uh, I'm running, uh, yeah. So many zombies. Uh, Graveguard in... Yeah, Graveguard are really big stonks at the minute, but I think they're good stonks to sell. 
not necessarily to buy into, is what I'm trying to say. Um, I'm, I'm not saying they're moving warehouse stock, but then I'm kind of saying that maybe they might be, is kind of where I'm at. So, something to be conscious of for everyone at home. Not that it might be true. Uh, who's hyped for that cinematic, though? The Age of Sigma cinematic? I'm hyped. I'm also hyped for the 40k spy center tonight uh, with Nick and Tom because there's some really cool stuff out for 40k. Uh, we've got a new chapter approved, new ad mech. Woohoo! Loads of things! Uh, I'm very excited for uh, the show later. It's going to be really cool. Uh, do we think the Malign Portal to Endless Spells will be Hall of Games with AOS 3 as the Soul Wars are over, but they have to stay? Uh, I think that they're going to keep them. I think they'll keep the Malign Portal to Endless Spells 100%. Uh, Shugo, I wanted to ask your thoughts on Anvil Heroes in a tournament, and I had a few ideas knocking around. Uh, I'd like Shugo, I like my thoughts are I don't, I'm not interested at all in any way. Uh, is are my thoughts like the game is interesting enough and complicated enough that I don't need to add anything else in. Like it's weird adding more stuff in when most people can't play their armies. It's a weird take. Um, so I'm not, I'm not there for it. Is what I'm saying, and it doesn't interest me. Uh, uh, I was surprised they did not get a new set of models. Uh, Graveguard, yeah, agreed. That's what I'm saying, the Norn. Like, why didn't they get... Anyway. Um, Project Papa, I'll keep complaining about it, but that's why they're, they're in Grave Lord, start collecting with no DSM and vampires in it. So Project Papa. Uh, what, moving those? Uh, uh, my enthusiasm dipped a bit after they said that Borgor Heroes can't take a mount. Uh, says, oh, what, for Path to Glory? Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off, cabbage. Fuck... <laughs> <laughs> I'd maybe pay no I wouldn't pay more because I've got no money but like I'd maybe pay £5 more for the book that didn't have Path to Glory in the middle like if you sold me the book without Path to Glory in the middle I'd maybe pay more and you'd be selling me less it would be le not that in any way the price is based on the cost 0% like connection and correlation but that's what I do um uh <laughs> That's what that's that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's cool that it's there. But why isn't it its own book? Like huge. Like the remember the big red book, like huge with all the stories and the lands and like huge and just like a work of this beautiful passion. And it's like the people who were into narrative just explore it for days and they're like, ah, oh, this is perfect. Put some fucking effort in. They're like the McDonald's at the moment. They're just like, here's a book. Here's some shit. Fuck off. Like, it's crap. Right, sorry. I got really, really mardy then. I just I just think that, like, it's not that I don't like the Pathogory stuff or the Anvil of Apotheosis stuff. It's just going to be so much better, man. It could be so good. It would be super cool to do that. Anyway, that's. I just think it would be really great. You could have something in outrageous. Um, uh, 40k codecs do the same. It's so annoying. I know. Without the Pathogory, I have no way of playing with my Orc with it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, but maybe there'll be new, maybe there'll be new uh, Uruks on Wivens. Uh, spoiler, I think there is in the uh, Uruk stuff. Spoiler, I think there is. Yes, fantastic guy. Yes. If you were a gambling man, Rob, who would your money be on for the matches this weekend? Oh, I don't know. Is where I'm at. Like, um. I guess you got to. You'd have to say who's the hot favourites. I mean, there's some good players in the WS10 team, but they generally don't tend to podium. 
Um, uh, so I think that's interesting. They generally do like fine and to well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when you take out maybe bad matchups and other stuff. Uh, what happens? Big shout out to Ziggy in the chat. Loads of love to you. Um, uh, I mean, the I would say that there's been a lot of effort and time put in uh, from the Beast Midlands crew. They're smart, switched on lads. Uh, they got a lot of time on their hands, and they're 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 very thoughtful. So I think that that's that's interesting. I think the the confidence and um uh and enthusiasm coming out of the loons is is pretty huge. And the Dragon Slayers have got like some prestige, man. Like they've got some they've got some old school like respect. They play well. They've got some very good players. So I honestly don't know how those matchups all like sing against each other. So I I, I can't judge it. And I'm not trying to be like I'm not trying to sit on the fence on it. I just don't know, uh, truthfully. And I think that's one of the interesting things about the playing over rounds. I think that's one of the things about playing over rounds is when you get those repeats, you get to learn. That's why it was put in there. It wasn't just like one match. You get to learn maybe how your opponent plays, rethink it through. So I'm clean on that. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, do you think uh, with people reading Warhammer TV with your channel modes and Warhammer Twitch moving to Warhammer Plus that this is just a coincidence? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm, it would be a real mistake if they stopped doing their Twitch show. As much as I don't like it, I think it'd be a real mistake for them to, to push that behind a paywall. But I assume that that's why they do this community outreach where they showcase other people's models. So they'll do the same thing, but they'll be like, it's going to be featured behind this paywall. And then they get more money from it. But they must have so many subscribers that they already get like... So if you get enough subscribers, you can... Uh, you can so when you're a partner like I am, uh, you only get a 50-50 split. Um, so when you guys subscribe or when you donate some bits or any of those things, I only get 50% of whatever it is really you put in. I think it's even less for bits. I can't remember. Um, whereas if you sub, sub to Patreon or you just donate money directly, either of those two is far less like percentage is taken out. But when you've got as many subscribers as they have, they can probably argue for something as close to a 70-30 split, maybe an 80-20 split. I don't think you can get an 80-20 split. I think you can go up to a 70-30. And this is all public information, by the way. You can just Google it. Um, and so they probably are on that split already. So it's just like that last 30% like to stick behind a paywall when really you could be generating new people. Especially Twitch is a great platform because if you're in the top of your category or if, if for instance, when they were doing the reveals, they're on the front page of Twitch because 40,000 people are watching. Some kid who plays Fortnite or whatever who's never heard of Warhammer before in his life He's on Twitch and he sees it and he goes, I wonder what that is. And obviously that presentation is a lot to be desired. Obviously it's just from a bedroom and whatever. But like as a platform, it's a really great place for people to explore and learn things, uh, which I think is really nice. And it's kind of one of the things I prefer, why I prefer over YouTube um, is because like when we do the raids and stuff, you can go just meet new people, which I think is fun. And I like all the emotes and all that other jazz. I just think that's fun shit. Like it's just fun shit to have. Um, and fun shit's good. So... Uh, why have uh, they got time in their hands? What are you implying? <laughs> they're fucking work shy, Nathan. That's what I'm implying. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's being said? Uh, Studio Austin says, if I was a gambling man, I would bet on the Bad Moon Loons, not finish at least two games per round. <laughs> Easy money. <laughs> oh my God. Did you hear that, Loons? Did you hear that? You got called out. So let's make sure that doesn't happen. Um... Uh, do you think that they could be doing Warhammer Plus because they pitched uh, to the streaming services and got turned down? I don't really know, Herminister. I, I don't care either. Like, uh, all I really care about is uh, with the money that they're getting for miniatures and for books and everything else, 
are we getting a more consistently better product? That's all I really care about from Games Workshop. They're making lots of money. They have no excuse to make a worse product. Um, and I would also like something... I would like them, as the people who make their own product, to talk about their product with as much love and passion and also show that through different mediums as we do. And I've talked about this for a variety of different ways. Like, the way that they introduced Kragnos was like some shit fucking clickbait title. And I was just like, just fucking commit to your own awesome shit. I've sworn a lot there, I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> Put yourself down in the hot tubs category for easy views. Heaps of doing it without even a hot tub. All right, Iron Gutsman, let's go. Um, Neil Kerr, the real question is, uh, has Games Workshop realized that the server costs, etc., is likely greater than 30% Twitch takes? Uh, probably not uh, at this point, but we'll see. Um, I mean, don't their websites crash? So maybe they've got a bet right. Who knows? Um, where's our Warhammer Minus emote? <coughs> don't make me. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm sure Hawaii Plus will just be an, amazing, uh, an Amazon Prime channel, the same way you can watch HBO Max and other networks through Amazon. Um, uh, thanks for telling me to hydrate. Yeah, go come on, come baby. Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, we might end up with a bunch of kick-ass cartoons about Warhammer that we love. I'm in. I'm in. Like, and if it takes them, um, I think maybe the frustration is, is if it takes them, um, like, a couple of failed projects to realise maybe they should just get some professionals to do it, then fine. And brilliant, and then we'll see. Uh, I guess it's kind of the, they are they are learning as a company, like super slow, like archaically slow, uh, but they are learning. So maybe we'll end up with I don't know what we'll end up with. Um, whatever. Uh, they have evaded the "Are you going to host it yourself?" question so far. I think I even read somewhere they're looking into tacking into a existing service. So maybe that's what the deal with Amazon is. There we go. Um, uh, Amazon just bought MGM, didn't they? Uh, which uh, is a studio which hosts Bond. Uh, although the scuttlebutt is they... Oh, by the way, this little side project, or side piece of news, tangent uh, for everyone. So they paid uh, roughly almost double what... Uh, I think they paid $8.7 billion, and I think it was valued at like four and a half um, for MGM, the studio. Uh, that's what Amazon has paid for it. One of the interesting things uh, is Stargate may get redone, but we'll ignore... I mean... That's not the interesting thing. Uh, the main uh, thing is that um, the scuttlebutt is, is why did they pay double to get access to uh, the back catalogue for MGM and all the rights for that? And apparently, apparently it's because Bezos hates Trump and Trump has got loads of Apprentice outtake videos which are tied into MGM at the minute. And so he's literally paid twice as much money, billions of pounds, to get access to all of those things. That's the scuttlebutt. Like that's just something I read on like a news site. Maybe that's not true. Maybe that's that. Maybe it is. But it's just a it's just a cool little side story. Whatever you like, wherever you sit on that, fun story. I think. Um, uh, hey, Fifty Shades of Eshin. I watched your flames by Phoenix run down from last year, and I'm going to buy four of them. I'm having palpitations though because I worry they'll get squatted. Now we have Lumineth. They're also rubbish. Fifty Shades of Eshin. Great. I played like a a week of tournaments with them, and they sucked. So I'd like you to know that before you buy them i had a terrible time with them and they sucked they sucked so much ass they were not in a good way either not fun not like both of you consensually having a great time doing it just really bad yeah um so i think that's that's wild uh uh see i love owning the books because i'm a fucking nerd but i resent paying 25 pound for a book that is almost instantly out of date it's a project oh, i think we all agree babe uh we all agree 
Team and Cash proceed with extreme caution on purchase right before a new edition release. Uh, yes, I think yeah, always, always before a new edition. Maybe don't buy anything at all. Maybe just wait, save your money, save your money. There'll be all sorts of cool things. So, uh, could they use Disney Plus as they are in with Marvel for their Space Marine comic? There's some form of relationship, maybe. Could be. Uh, I don't know. Like, would Disney Plus allow like murder? Like, isn't like isn't it all meant to be? Ch- oh, I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? As long as we get some cartoons, like let's just have like a great time. I am a little bit upset that they've like taken all of the the artists out there who were already making fan content, because that means that maybe we won't have that, and then anyone else who tries to make it, maybe they're just going to shut them down, um, because that's how we ended up with cool things like the starties and whatnot. But who knows? We'll see. Uh... Uh, Rob, uh, everyone be thankful games which haven't repeated the past were 8th uh, edition Bretonians. But I like, I don't get that already, Kitsune Adventures. Like, I get the I get the conversation like, lol, at least it's not that time when this game company didn't release a book for 8 years. But I'm also like, lol, why was that something that you were willing to accept? What a fucking weird situation. <laughs> right? It's fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, doesn't every Disney film start with death? Does it? I mean, some of them are super sad. Has anyone watched Soul? That's depressing. Like, nice also, but that's fun. Um, uh, hey, I slept in, so this is probably been covered already, but is there any information on the old world, or is it just another mass hysteria? No information on the old world at all, but the general thoughts are that the old world stuff will coincide with the launch of Warhammer Total War 3, uh, because obviously they're linked, I think, which is why we saw a Bellacore early, uh, because Bellacore is in Warhammer Total War 3, that particular sculpt. So I guess we're seeing some stuff there. I'm really interested to see if we see some of the newer Sinesh sculpts in Total War Warhammer 3. That would be rad. I'd be really pro that. Um, uh, Walking uh, Dead is coming to Disney+. Plus. Can't get much more going than that. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Fair enough. Um, excited about Amazon Prime Wheel of Time series. Fuck yes. Uh, winner Dave. Very excited about the the Amazon Prime uh, version of uh, Wheel of Time. Big fan of the Wheel of Time series. I doubt that they I doubt they can carry it off like because it's huge. Um I was a big Sword of Truth fan as well. It's a series of books uh, by someone who who went a bit mental towards the end of of the books. But um there was a <laughs> Shadow 5 version of it and it was so bad. It was like the worst thing you've ever seen. But um I think adapting fantasy is very very hard. Very very hard. And I think because you have to be a fantasy fan, otherwise you just make it cheesy. Is really where I am with it, like, um, like which is whatever. Um, gonna love all the old world fans dropping their jaws seeing the four jaw prices on all their armies. I know they are gonna be mental. Uh, on the other hand, super worried about Amazon's Lord of the Rings series. Are you Tom Dix? I don't know if I care. Like, um, I think. Are you not excited about just exploring the Lord of the Rings universe, right? I think as long as it is respectful, I think that that would be really fun. I don't know. Didn't they have something, though, about nudity or something, which is a bit weird, which I can understand. Ziggy, uh, Witcher series was so good, I thought. So good. So, yeah, I'm with that. It will take five seasons to cover just one of the books when you get around to book seven or so. Yeah, Ziggy. I think they're going to have to cut bits out. I think the initial parts of Game of Thrones were quite fun, where you sometimes saw scenes that weren't in the books, and then that gave you additional content if you're a book reader, and then if you're a TV watcher, you could go back and read 
the other stuff that you missed. I think if they do that, but that would be hard. I don't know how they do that. That'd be fun. Uh, hey, Trog. Uh, big love to Trog the other day whose car got hit. I don't think Trog was inside it, though, but big love, and I hope he's okay. Oh, shit, is that the time? I've just been yammering away. Um, i got stuff to do. I'm sorry. Dudes and not dudes and uh, all folk uh, in the chat. It's been lovely talking to you all. Uh, I'm sorry if it's a ramble, but it's been really nice. Uh, we But tomorrow is just hanging out uh, with the guys from the Masters. So, uh, well, the New Zealand Masters. And I think one of the... Uh, I'm sorry, I've got to go. Um, one of the things I'm going to go uh, ask about tomorrow is... So bring this tomorrow for tomorrow's show is like, what do we think of Masters structures anyway? Um, and are they an old paradigm? Is there something we should uh, embrace and be a part of? I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Um, and don't forget to join us tonight at 7pm for the uh, 40k Spy Center. It's super cool. There's loads of great stuff to talk about tonight. There's like loads of topics. Scramblers are dead. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, it's been lovely talking to you all. I appreciate you letting me have these days because... Uh, I was talking to someone, so big shout out to my friend Guy Zaidi last night, who I was talking to on the phone from Israel, uh, and we were having like a long uh, chat, just about compassion in the hobby and some other stuff, um, and we were both kind of like connecting, which I thought was lovely, and uh, one of the things I said, I was like, I've appreciated this experience being in lockdown and getting to do this as a show with you guys as much as I hope maybe you have as well, so uh, big love, and I hope you're all well. Uh, let's go raid someone, because that's fun. Uh, let me just go bring this up. Bow. Love you guys too. Uh, let's go see who we can raid. Uh, we're not doing hot tubs. Um, uh, we could do hot tubs, <laughs> but we're not going to do hot tubs. Uh, but we could do hot tubs. Uh, who can we raid? Uh, Commission Thursday. Someone is doing some painting. Uh, let's go do something weird because it's more fun some days. Like Jimmy Fantastic, who's doing Blood Bowl. Okay. Let's do that. So, uh, is that the channel name? Uh, hold on. And then, uh, Jimmy Fantastic. Is that the channel name? Please give me the channel name. Uh, uh, I'm not going to support them. Uh, is it Jimmy Fantastic? Is it Jimmy Fantastic One? Let's hope. You guys will see me try and type now, which is uh, embarrassing for everyone. Nailed it. Fucking nailed it. You guys are great. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Stay hydrated. Thanks for being a YouTube thug. Thanks for being on Patreon. Thanks for watching live. Talk to you later. Bye.